Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast. That's right, y'all. I'm here an hour before UFC 250. I am drinking a Pepsi Wild Cherry right now. Before I talk about some pro wrestling, uh, it feels good. I have a lot to talk about. I got rumors. I got Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, and NXT in your house. Predictions. It's gonna. It's gonna be great. Um. Hope everybody's doing well on the Saturday night. <sighs> I'm doing great with the glo- with the uh, glory of God. You know, I'm doing great. You know, um, who going to church tomorrow? My new man, y'all, new man. Uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. Um, but been what? Last Monday was the last time I talked to you guys. Cause I have my brother out here. Um, definitely missed ya. Missed ya. Um, all I know is I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back. Oh, there's a lot to talk about, y'all. I don't even, like, I don't even know where, you know, where I start, you know. <sighs> but I'm going to start where I always do, which is Monday Night Raw. Unless there's a pay-per-view. Um, but, yeah. Uh. Let's get into it, y'all. I ain't trying to waste too much time. Alright, uh, let's do it. Let's talk about WWE Monday Night Raw. Um, it was a very, very good show. I believe WWE, you know, has been doing their part in, you know, making things, uh, a lot better, you know, um, you know, Seth Rollins opened up the show with, uh, Mer. Not Murphy. Yeah, Murphy in theory. By his side and, you know, saying he doesn't think Mysterio will show up and, you know, uh well he's he's going to, you know he can't wait to to induct Rey Mysterio into the WWE Hall of Fame. Um so, you know, it was a interesting tease to start the show. Um it was a pretty good way to start the show. You know, you got to start off right, you know, and not have Mysterio come out, you know, or do anything. At least not yet. Alistair Black defeated Seth Rollins via pinfall. Um, this was a, a entertaining match. It was a very good match um, between Alistair Black and Seth Rollins. Um, these are the type of matches that, you know, one, one loves to see, one enjoy seeing, um, you know, and, uh, what can I say, it was, it was just absolutely perfect, you know, had a clean finish with Aleister Black winning, um, but then, you know, obviously, Seth Rollins and his disciples beat on Aleister Black and Humberto Carrillo, um, Angel Garza and Zelina Vega reacted to last week's controversy. Basically, Zelina Vega said the uh, the win was triumphant, not uh, controversial. 
And then uh, Garza gave Charlie Rose, Charlie Caruso a rose before walking off a rose Vega took from the interviewer and the story seconds later. Um, yeah. You know, for some reason, I feel like Angel Garza can connect a lot more with the audience if Zelina Vega was by his side than Andrade. I don't know why that is. I just, I have that feeling. Might just be a feeling, though, so. Shawn Michaels gave his prediction for Edge versus Randy Orton. Um, <laughs> Michaels said that they he believes... They can live up to the hype of the greatest wrestling match ever. And he picked uh, Edge to beat Randy Orton. The United States Championship was on the line. Apollo Crews versus Kevin Owens ended in a no contest, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so something funny happened here. Um, this ended in a no contest. But, um, well, Owens had kicked, uh, Cruz to the gut, leaving the champ to crunch, uh, clutch his groin and claim a low blow. Um, found that pretty odd. Then they kept, uh, slugging it out and whatnot, and then Angel Garza and Andrade ran into attack to cause a no contest, um. Which, uh, I, I, this match had high potential. It really did have high potential to be something great. I feel like, uh, they should have let these two slug it out. Um, kind of think, although, um, I feel like slowly we might be getting an Apollo Crews who will turn. I just had this feeling it's going to be probably on Kevin Owens. I just have this feeling, yo. I really do. I just have this feeling. Alright. Um, then Apollo Crews and Kevin Owens defeated Andrade and our Angel Guards the Via Pinfall. It was an alright tag match. You know, it wasn't all that. I much rather would have enjoyed the uh, Apollo, Apollo Crews versus uh, Kevin Owens match. Um, but yeah. The Viking Raiders and the Street Profits went bowling, ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> another great segment, just funny. Um, I think this is going to end up, like, obviously ending up... Right, we'll see who's better who in a, in a tag team match for these championships. I feel like that's where we'll definitely get out of this. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously Eric and Ivar won this one. Um, Billy Kay defeated Nikki Cross via pinfall. Rey Mysterio gave a health update saying there's no timetable on his return and said he is most worried that a infection sets in, which will, could, would, which would mean the end of his career. 
Samoa Joe then asked Rey Mysterio if he was going to retire on Raw, just like uh, the Messiah proclaimed, and Mysterio says he just doesn't know yet. Um, then uh, Dominic interrupted the interview and says something needs to be done to set Rollins by someone in the family. Um, what Dominic saying, Seth Rollins, you're a man of scripture, an eye for an eye. Uh, yeah, Dominic could, you know, somehow, I mean, if he's ready for that role to be a superstar, um, I don't think that's the case. I mean, I don't know who else in the Mysterio family could, uh, Could have that match, you know. I mean, we'll see. We'll see in the near future. Imagine if Chavo Guerrero came back. Chavo Guerrero versus Seth Rollins. I mean, like I said, though, we'll, you know, we'll see. We'll see what Seth Rollins has in store for himself. Uh, in our truth, he defeated Rob Gronkowski via pinfall to win the title. Nia Jax defeated Kyrie Sane via pinfall. People, I don't know what's going on with Nia Jax hurting Kyrie Sane. But I want to say, alright, maybe there's just like bitterness against the two, or maybe she's just working too hard. Um, I really don't know, but I will say this something has to be done with Nia Jax. They cannot let this go on any longer, people. Any longer. They cannot. I'm sorry. They just, they just can't let... They just can't. I'm sorry. They can't. Um, Randy Orton delivered a message to Edge. Um, it's a pretty good promo by Randy Orton. Um... I don't know, I, people. There's some. There's something here. I don't think it's gonna be the greatest wrestling match ever, because you can't. You can't beat Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, WrestleMania 25. You get. You just can't. Um, but I don't know. I don't know what would be the greatest wrestling match ever in this circumstance. You imagine they're saying it's the greatest wrestling match ever, and it like only lasts like. A minute or a few seconds. That'd be funny. That'd be a WWE way to turn things around. Um, Oscar versus Charlotte Flair ended in via uh, referee stoppage after interference by Nia Jax. Um, it was it was getting built to a tremendous match. It just got ro- there was robbery in it. Thanks to Nia Jax. And that's what, you know, this is some of the stuff I say, people. We have to, like, let go of a little bit in the pro wrestling world. If they're having a great match, let them have it. Don't don't spoil the the fun for them, you know. They, you know, and this is not WWE. It's all pro wrestling, uh, you know, companies. Drew McIntyre defeated MVP via pinfall in a non- Title match. Um, 
yeah, people, this this was pretty good. It was a pretty good match. Um, it was real good. Um, it's good to see that MVP still got it. It's good to see that Drew McIntyre is looking like the champ we've wanted all along. Um, I'm I'm actually I'm each and every each and every raw that passes, I get more and more excited for Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley at Backlash. I really do, which is a good thing. That's not a bad thing at all. Not a bad thing at all, ladies and gentlemen. I do enjoy it, though. I really do. I do enjoy the fact that, you know, WWE can put this, like, on for us, you know. And we actually have a champion that we're, like, really entertained by. Now we just need to get the title off Braun Strowman, and we'll be all right. You know, Braun Strowman is not that, he's not that bad of a, of a champ. It's just... He, right now, as, as of right now, he's not world champion material. And I'm sorry to be mean about it like that, but it's true, people. It's true. Let's talk about AEW Dynamite results. Let's talk about it. So you were another great show. Another great show by AEW and NXT this week. Wednesdays are my f- favorite nights unless there's a pay-per-view Saturday night or Sunday night. Alright, um, so we had Hangman Page and Kenny Omega versus Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like every time that Page and Omega, like, they defend these titles, it's a, it's a pay-per-view quality match, absolutely. Um, it was a, you know, a 20-minute battle, 20-minute battle, sorry. It was energetic and dramatic and, you know, obviously you're gonna have the champions win. Now, I'll tell you what, if they were to um, have a showdown, pay, imagine this, um, Hangman, Hangman Page and Kenny Omega versus FTR. People, come on. Wow. And, uh, you know, Havoc Sabian, they did, they did their thing as well, you know. They showed the chemistry they had. They showed the fant- their fantasticness and, you know, their physicality and all that. Um, you know, distract the referee. <laughs> um, they just took advantage of everything. Um, is that the future is definitely bright for these, uh, for, um, Havoc and Sabian, but right now the champs, they're on top of the world. They are on top of the world. Then we had uh, Brian Cage versus Sean Dean. Um, Cage defeated Dean, obviously. Um, Cage is, is just going to, he's going to, he's just going to be a monster in week in, week out. Um, now I'll tell you one thing, having Taz and Moxley for a world title feud, it's, it's amazing. It's something you would think you would not see in 2020. And then having a super athlete, uh, like, um, Brian Cage, it's, it's beautiful. It's like giving your wife flowers, ladies and gentlemen. 
And you know what? I can't wait. I cannot wait to see how physical it gets for Fighter Fest. Which I'll have an update on that as well. Um, and then you had Colt Cabana versus Chris Jericho. Um, uh, Jericho defeated Cabana. Um, we didn't think we were going to need in 2020. One thing there would be a Cassidy versus Jericho match. And it's something we realized we do need, people. <laughs> it's like one of those blockbusters recipe. Cassidy, he just has it. Even though he just sits, stands around with uh, with his hands in his pockets. It does not matter. Just doing that, the brother is gold. Um, Big Swole versus... Nyla Rose, ladies and gentlemen. Rose defeated Swole. Um, Tony Siobhan interviews FTR. Um, the interview is basically to introduce people that don't know, people that do, to the a FTR, to the AEW fans. It gave them a taste like what the characters would be. And it planted the seed for three different matches, which would uh, be be uh, between them and the Butcher and Blade. That'll take place next week. Um, then there's a match with Hangman Page and Kenny Omega, which was teased earlier in the show as they watched the tag title defense, obviously. And then the one against the Young Bucks. But I'll tell you what, the best tag team division, you don't got to look anywhere else besides AEW, people. You do not. Their division, their tag team division is absolutely incredible. Then you have uh, the TNT Championship on the line, Cody versus Jungle Boy. Cody defeated Jungle Boy. Um, people. People. Cody did get busted open. I don't think there was no need for that. But, um, you know what? Jungle Boy is one talented, talented kid. He really, he really is. But one of the things I will say about all this is I seen a little heel from Cody. Now, a lot of people aren't talking about this. But people, I have to talk about this. Because if I don't and this ends up happening, well, then I'm going to look dumb. People, I still think Sting will be returning. But he will be going to AEW. Now, when I say this, obviously, the comments the last week I said about Cody, um, I think Cody's going to turn heel. I think over the weeks, he's going to show sp sparks of it, and then he'll fr finally turn heel. But what I think will happen... Is and this is how it's all gonna play out. He's gonna 
he's going to win the match or he's going to lose the TNT championship. And he's just going to lose his mind. He's going to go livid. He's going to start pounding, pounding away against whoever his opponent is. And then the lights go out. The lights come back on. And it's Sting, ladies and gentlemen. That's how I believe it will all play out. And then the rivalry begins for All Out September 5th. So it doesn't have to be right now. It can be a few months away. We still got three months for that. So we'll see. But yeah, people, that's what I believe will happen. I mean, why not, right? I, that's how I think everything will play out. But uh, let's move on to NXT, ladies and gentlemen, because NXT was phenomenal this week. Candice LeRae versus Mia Yim. Um, La, uh, LeRae did pick up the one against Mia Yim. Um, you know, it didn't seem like NXT was going to give these women a, woman a lot of time. But then it got turned into a mixed tag match, which was great. Because it was pushing the feud between Lee and Gargano. So that was great. And then, uh, you know, Yim and LeRae, they worked well together. And, you know, did what heel and face people do. Um, Isaiah Scott versus Tony Neist. Um, Scott managed to score, score the win with the reversal into a sunset flip. There was a little story behind it, but it was just really a random match. But it was very entertaining. I'll tell you that. Very entertaining performances by both men. Um, you know, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, the Undisputed Era versus Lorkin and Birch versus Breeze Zango. Ladies and gentlemen. Breeze Zango. Sorry, and Lurkin, sorry, no, Breeze Angle won, they won the tag team match, um, and now Breeze Angle are the new number one contenders for the NXT tag titles, um, which I was actually surprised that they had won it, um, um so I'm excited for those guys, um, they've been doing well in NXT real well, and I can't wait to see how they do when, uh, they get a chance at those tag titles. Aliyah versus Santana Garrett. Um, Garrett uh, came back strong and hit it, hit a backhand spring moonsault for the victory. Um, Cameron Grimes versus Bronson Reed. Um, so yeah, the technical savage uh, got the win. Um. But Karrion Cross appeared in the ring and took out Reed with his Doomsday Sato. After it was all over, obviously. Alright, and then let's talk about the moment of the night. Drake Maverick versus El Hijo de Fantasma. Um, you know, they the, these two, they had 20 minutes to do whatever they had to do. Um... You know, the former GM of 205 Live was at a dis disadvantage, obviously. Um, but it was a great, it was a tremendous match, people. It was a tremendous match. Even though Drake Maverick did not win, 
Even though he did not win, people. Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick, people. Left it all on the line. Just when he you thought he was going to pull it off. As he should have. But. After he lost to El Hijo de Fantama. As he was leaving without the belt. He, he got a great reaction from the superstars around the ring. He looked into the camera and thinks to thank the fans for believing in him. And as he was about to leave, Triple H came out and presented him with a new contract. Um... It was a great main event, especially going into TakeOver this weekend. Um, absolutely tremendous main event. Um, I just feel for Drake Maverick, man. I feel for him. Um, he should he should have won it. He should have. Uh, you know, it, uh, <sighs> it hurts to see, you know, him not, you know, go out and get what was his, um, you know. I said for weeks, Drake Maverick's going to win it. Drake Maverick's going to win it. And he made it to the finals, but he did not win it. Um, I do hope and I do. Uh, I definitely do hope that he gets another opportunity at the NXT Championship and that he can win it at least once in his career. Um, I think WWE realized what, what they had with him. And now you're seeing, like, what else is going on with him in his career. An incredible young career and what he has in store for the next few years with WWE. Um, I'm so proud of him, so happy for him, and I believe he could do so much more in a year. If it's not the Cruiserweight Championship, um, as long as he wins the title. He won the 24-7 championship before, but I want to see him win a real title. Come on. You get the North American Championship, United States Intercontinental. It could be a tag team. It doesn't matter. You can win the world championship. Go ahead. Drakey. Drakey boy needs to win something. All right. So I round of applause to him. He did He did what he had to. Congratulations, Drake Maverick, on his new contract. And I like how Triple H presented it. Triple H should have presented it as Triple H. Triple H presented it as the executive, as the founder of NXT. That's how he presented it. So that was absolutely amazing. I loved it. I really did. I really did love it. Um, yeah, WWE SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. Um, all right. Haven't seen the Fiend Bray Wyatt in a while, but you know, him, his wife just had a baby, so that's understandable. Um, Jeff Hardy opened SmackDown by giving his side of the story. Elias was announced to have a a torn pectoral muscle and broken ribs and will be out for a few months. Um, um you know, Jeff Hardy, um, basically, you know, letting people know I did not slip, I did not fog in, I wasn't drinking, this was all a setup. Um, Seamus came out and was pretty, he was pretty pissed. And, you know, he broke Jeff Hardy onto the ground. Um, and no matter how many people want to downplay the storyline, I, lo I love it. 
At least for me, I love the storyline between these two, and I cannot wait to see what what happens between these two in the ring. Um, you know, um, it's gonna be amazing. It is. It's gonna be amazing. I know it will, and I cannot wait to see what happens when uh these two go head to head because you know this this rivalry is personal. It's and it's getting better each and every week. Otis defeated King Corbin via disqualification. Um, Lacey Evans defeated Sonya Deville via pinfall. Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles came face to face ahead of the IC Tournament Finals. Um, yeah, this is gonna be a great match. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I believe it's next week, or it could be uh, or it could be like um the what is it? Backlash, I want to say, maybe it could be. But either way, whatever day this is, man, this is going to be great. It really is. Um, you know, great segment. Um, and Gulak challenged, will challenge AJ Styles in a match. Tonight, Andrew Gulak defeated AJ Styles via pinfall. Um, it was an amazing match. It was an amazing match. And that was probably Drew Gulak's biggest victory of his career. Not maybe. Um, it was. Um, Braun Strowman got his revenge on The Miz and John Morrison. Um, the Women's Tag Team Championships were on the line. Bailey and Sasha Banks defeated Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross via pinfall to win the titles. Um, I was surprised by this. I thought maybe this is how the rivalry between Banks and Bailey will start. Or, you know, um, this is the beginning of this, this is the beginning of that. And, you know what? No, um, you know, we, um, they won fair and square. Uh, I don't know how, but yeah. They are two-time women champs now, um, but WWE is planting the seeds as we see it, because when I see Sasha Banks and Bailey with those tag team titles on on their arms, I said, I see what's going on. This is like a Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose thing when they won the tag team titles and they, uh, Roman Reigns said he had leukemia and Dean Ambrose uh, attacked Rollins. It's something like this, but the only re- difference is that Sasha is luring in Bailey, ladies and gentlemen. I am seeing it here. Or maybe Bailey's luring in Sasha. Who knows? That's going to be the plot twist. Everybody's thinking, oh, Bailey's going to, I mean, Sasha's going to turn on Bailey. Next thing you know, Bailey turns on Sasha. All I know is when it happens, it's going to be absolutely perfect. I mean, if it happens at SummerSlam, that's beautiful. I cannot wait for that one. But I can't, I, I, I can't believe it. Um, 
This story is beautiful. This story is beautiful. Um, and I like how the I like I like how they're building up the story. They are building up the story, and nobody is looking bad. The only people looking bad is us, because every week we're like, "All right, is this the week somebody's gonna turn on someone?" And they don't do it, and we're like, "Oh, really?" I thought this was gonna be the week that we finally get to see a few between these two leading up to a championship match. Because that's why Bailey has held the title for so long. Because it's Sasha has to dethrone her. Or Bailey has to dethrone her. I don't I don't know. Whichever whoever no matter what, it's whoever wins is gonna be beautiful. Um and I can't wait for it. I'm guessing they're just waiting for, at least they got a few fans in there. Um, hopefully sooner rather than later. But I'll tell you what, if the, when one of these women turn on each other, it's, it's going to be amazing. I, I can I can already see how the plans the the seeds are gonna plan it right now, people. It's it's absolutely amazing and I cannot I can't I can't wait. I cannot wait. I can't wait for it. The way I see it in my head, how it all turns out is gonna be amazing. It's basically gonna be like when uh Becky Lynch turned on uh Charlotte Flair at SummerSlam. Was Charlotte Flair beat uh, Carmella and Becky Lynch in a triple threat match for the SmackDown Women's Championship? That's exactly how it's going to play out. Something like that. Um, Alright, rumor roundup, people. Here's rumor roundup. Um, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter reports that while Jackson Riker won't be fired for his recent tweet, the locker room is fuming at him and tensions are very high. Um... Which are need to be. I mean, I didn't. Ch- I heard about the, the you know the tweet he made, but I'm not checking that out, people. Um, all I know is <laughs> if the locker room is fuming at you and ten- tensions are real high, <sighs> that tweet wasn't so good. One of the big ideas behind the new version of the WWE Network is to increase advertising per the Observer. WrestleTalk notes Chelsea Green has been another name talked about as a possible WWE main roster call-up. WrestleVote says that this weekend's NXT TakeOver in your house will look like the old WWF events with graphics and sounds like that of the past. I love it. I do love it. If that's how NXT TakeOver in your house will be, sign me up right now. Let me know where I need to sign up. So I can see that, cause you know what, which I'm gonna see either way, but it will ma- it makes it a whole, ten times better if I if I can see it like that. You know how great that's going to look, how that's going to be, an old school style look for a, a WWE event in 2020. NXT Takeover in your house, what it's gonna look like? WWF events with graphics and sounds of the past. People, oh my goodness, I am so ready for tomorrow. I'm so ready. Um, New Japan is expected to resume operations within the next couple months, which is good. I I can only imagine how how those uh, superstars out there, you know, trying to survive 
Um, it mu- it must be tough. It really must be tough. Um, you know, I, I don't hope that I'm my worst enemy, and I can't wait to see what, what content New Japan brings out. You know, it's been a while, and you know, I believe they got it all planned out. All right, we got 2020 NXT Takeover in your house predictions. Oh yeah, people! Here it goes. Here it goes. As soon as I when Triple H, you know, and uh, Road Dog and Shawn Michaels, they announced what the name was gonna be. I was like, "That sounds amazing." I did. I did say that. All right, let's talk about it. NXT Takeover in your house predictions. Me and Yim. Tegan Knox and Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, you know, uh, I, I might have to give it to the heels. I'm going to say Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez win it. There's a lot of talent in this match. Um, and I believe the woman, you know, they're going to, they're, they're definitely going to take over in this match. I definitely believe that. Um, you have uh, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Um, I believe Finn Balor is going to win this. Um, I don't see him losing right now. What I do see him doing is he's picking on momentum. He's picking on momentum. He beat Gargano. He's going to beat. Um, he's going to beat Damian Priest now. Um, I say he beats like maybe Dijakovic, Velveteen Dream, or maybe even uh, Tommaso Ciampa. And then he goes after Adam Cole for that NXT championship um, at another takeover. I see that happen, happening around SummerSlam time. I do see that happening. And guess what, people? I'm saying it right now. I am saying it right now. Adam Cole versus Finn Balor for the NXT championship at a takeover. You'll never see a Finn Balor like we'll see. That night. Tommaso Ciampa versus Karrion Cross. Obviously, Karrion Cross is going to win. There's no way WWE will have Karrion Cross lose to Tommaso Ciampa in his first big match in NXT. There's no way. They're bu- they're building him up to be a future champion. That's that's how they're building him up. They're building him up to be the next big thing. He is a future NXT champ and WWE world champion. There's no way he's going to, in his first match, his first NXT TakeOver big match, he's going to lose to Monster Champa. No, it's probably going to be the best match on the card. It probably will. Um, that's how much potential it has. And, you know, we have really haven't seen that much of Karrion Cross just because of, you know, Everything, you know, how everything's been, like, with the pandemic and all that. And, you know, him um, just squashing people. Um, I hope it's not a squash match. I w- I'm hoping this is, like, a 15 to 25-minute match where we see these brothers, they just ball out and they just beat the living heck out of each other, you know. That's what I'm hoping for out of this match. Um, And I believe we'll get it in this match. There's no way we don't. Um. But yeah, Karrion Cross absolutely is going to win this. There's no way, like I said, there's no way that he does not win this match. 
Um, no way at all. The uh, NXT North American Championship will be on the line. Keith Lee will defend it against Johnny Gargano. Um, to be honest, Keith Lee's uh, reign as champion has not been as great as the end of 2019 was for him. At the end of 2019, uh, people were calling for Keith Lee to be the NXT champion. Um, you know, so that it's it's exciting. It's exciting, people. It's definitely exciting. Um, I will say, you know, I believe Johnny Gargano will win. You know, when you can look everybody in the eyes and say. I'm better than you, 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 you. I'm the man. I am the man. You guys suck. And you're going to have him get a title shot against Keith Lee. And Keith Lee, he's a tremendous talent. Don't get me wrong. But there's no way that Johnny Gargano loses to Keith Lee tonight. All right? Um. Yeah, there's no way. Keith Lee should be uh, walking out without the championship tonight. Uh, Tomorrow night, sorry. Um, so, I believe Johnny Gargano will win the North American Championship. Um, and this is the beginning of a dangerous, a very dangerous uh, Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, this Johnny Gargano, he's absolutely tremendous. This this kid is outstanding, people. Um, yeah. Um, that we have, uh, people, we have the NXT Women's Championship on the line. Charlotte Flair will defend it against Rhea Ripley and Io Shiari. Um, her, ever since her winning, um, since her winning the championship, it's been an okay run, um, I think she's appeared more on Raw and SmackDown together. Um, but she's had an okay run. I mean, I know, I understand why they put her in this spot. Um, but I think it's time for Charlotte to let go of the championship. Now, my pick might, might shock you. So I'm going, I'm going to explain why I picked this person to beat Charlotte Flair and this other person too. Um... I could go Rhea Ripley. I could say, yeah, Rhea Ripley will be Io Shiari and Charlotte Flair. But I'm not going to say that. Rhea Ripley had her time to shine. She's not ready for that moment. She's not ready. I think what if she is ready for is to go up to the main roster and feud with Charlotte Flair. I do say that. You know, um... But what I will say is, and this is what I will say. I could say Charlotte Flair defeats these two women. And she very well can. She very well can. Charlotte Flair can easily defeat defeat these two women. But I'm not going to say that either. Because Charlotte, have, Charlotte Flair has bigger and better things to be to be doing, um, coming up, you know, SummerSlams coming up, Survivor Series coming up shortly, then you got Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, um, so, Charlotte Flair has to let go of that title, 
And I believe WWE wants her to let go of that title. Now that Becky Lynch isn't on Raw, you might need some star power over there. Um, and they obviously don't have that right now. And that's why she's been appearing on Raw and SmackDown so much. Um, and having these matches with Oscar, having these matches with Bayley. Um, so I feel like Charlotte Flair will, will definitely let go of that championship um, this Sunday. Just from the simple fact that there's no... Why, why have... Why have her have these... Why have her have these these matches with these women, you know? And you're testing, let's see, all right, let's see. When Charlotte's on, we're getting this much of viewer, viewer boost. Um, and I understand choose the NXT to help the woman out. But the Raw women need more help now. The NXT woman, they got talent to go to Japan and come back. Absolutely. Um, the Raw women right now, not so much... Nia Jax is ruining things. Asuka, she's doing great. Um, Carrie Sane's always beating up. Shayna Baszler, we haven't seen her that much. But, you know, we would have if uh, Becky Lynch wouldn't have uh, gotten pregnant, have had to leave. So, you know, that's one of it. Um, and then my the reason I picked Io Shiari to beat Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley was because she won that ladder match. WWE, NXT, they are so invested in Io Shiari, ladies and gentlemen, that they have put all their marbles into this. They are building her to an, a, an amazing extent. You've seen that video package on Wednesday night. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, toddlers, anybody of all ages, if you have eyes just like me, you are seeing the development. You are seeing what WWE is doing with Io Shiari. They are building her up like they built Asuka. The only thing Asuka was more powerful. Nobody could beat her. But Io Shiari, slowly but surely, has become a superstar. I remember the first time I saw her on NXT, I was like, why isn't she on the main roster? This this young woman has potential to break all barriers. And I don't want to hear, oh, she can't talk English. Put a mouthpiece with her. Put somebody to manage her. And I promise you, you won't need to talk at all. If you were to put a, let's say, maybe a Teddy Long. You could put a Teddy Long. Um, you could put a JBL. You could put, uh, hey, I, I'll even put Sam Roberts by Io Shiari. I'll put Bubba, Bubba Dudley by her. Um, you could put, you can have her a trio, her, Asuka, and Kyrie Sane as a trio. You could have them together, and they will be the most dominant force in all of WWE's women's. I don't care if Shayna Baszler was the wrestle. She will not stand a chance against them. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, Yoshiari is the future of the women's division as well. Just like Oscar, like Kari Singh, like uh, Bailey, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair, um, Shayna Baszler, Ronda Rousey, all these women, all these women.
just like them, Bianca Belair as well. You got all these women playing to be the future of WWE, of NXT, Raw, SmackDown, the pay-per-views, WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, Backlash, um, Elimination Chamber, whatever it is. People. People. The future is bright for Yoshiari, and I believe NXT has to give her the title this Sunday. She won the ladder match. She faced Charlotte, Charlotte Flair one-on-one. Charlotte Flair could not. People, you hear the words that come in out of my mouth. Could not beat her. So she took her out via disqualification. Charlotte Flair could not beat her. Because Io Shiari was giving it to Charlotte Flair. And Charlotte Flair had never felt anything like it. Had never felt anything like it. Now Charlotte Flair finds herself in a corner. The person on the left is Yoshiari. The person on the right is Rhea Ripley. And I promise you, they'll come together to take down the Queen Charlotte Flair. And those two will fight one-on-one to try to um, dethrone Charlotte. But Rhea Ripley, her ego will get in the way. Because she, the problem with Rhea Ripley and she remembers that Wrestlemania loss that Charlotte Flair gave her and she's going to want to pin Charlotte Flair instead of Yoshiari and then that's when Yoshiari capitalizes and pins Rhea Ripley so Charlotte Flair does not look weak or vice versa or it can end in a no contest and we can have a rematch in a month or two but I believe, I believe, ladies and gentlemen, Yoshiari is winning. I believe, I believe, Yoshiari will win the NXT Women's Championship. Because Rhea Ripley has held it. Charlotte Flair has held it. Yoshiari has it. And it's her time now. It's her time, y'all. It's her time. Alright. Um, the NXT Championship will be on the line. Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream back lot brawl. Um, um, you know, I want to go with the Velveteen Dream. I don't think he's ready. And I know it sounds rude that I say I don't think he's ready. Um, there's just something about him, people. I I don't know. Uh, maybe just not my type of character. Um, but um, maybe he is ready. Maybe WWE knows something I don't. Hey, what I will say is though, and this is what I will say, ladies and gentlemen. This is what I will say, people, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. Anything can happen. Adam Cole's contract's up in the summer, around SummerSlam time. There has been no discussions to... He hasn't said anything. He doesn't want to sign yet. Uh, there's rumors he might want to go AEW to be with Elite. You guys seeing something there? Hmm? Um, well, uh... 
if that's the case, I see why the Velveteen Dream would win. And even if we have a Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream match, that's not bad at all. I just I just don't see it. I see Adam Cole retaining um, the NXT Championship um, and building a few with Finn Balor. But then I I I'm sitting here as I'm sitting here, I'm thinking. I just it just doesn't convince me. Why does Velveteen Dream got another title shot? And as I sit here and I'm thinking, people, and I say, yeah, why? Because Adam Cole, baby, has beaten everybody that has came along his way. He has made them kneel down on their soggy, their pathetic knees, and he's made them pay. For a whole year, Adam Cole has been defending the NXT World Championship, and he has defended it as a champion, whether he or not. Adam Cole is the definition of the undisputed era. I I gotta give it to the kid. I do. I got. I gotta give it to him. Um. I I'm going with Adam Cole. I have to go with them. I just. I feel like. I feel like Adam Cole defeating Valentine Dream will happen. Um. Obviously, there'll be interferences and whatnot, but it's gonna happen. Adam Cole will become. Will retain actually, and he'll uh start the program eventually with Finn Balor. That's how I see. That's how I see things going. I don't see it going any other way. Now, Velveteen Dream were to if the if Velveteen Dream were to defeat Adam Cole, congrats, congrats, um. I mean, either way, I'm not. I wouldn't be mad if he did. If he did defeat him, definitely wouldn't be mad with that. You know, he deserves it. Um, I just don't see it happening. I don't. I don't see it happening. Yeah. All right. And before I keep on, you know how Matt Hardy joined the elite to help him with, since Cody couldn't. Cody, but Cody may be a little sour because of that. So, because of that, people, I say, if he turns heel, he might team up with FTR and somebody else. The Elite versus whatever they want to call themselves, Cody and FTR and somebody else. You imagine that? Omega... The Young Bucks and Hardy versus Cody, FTR, and uh, who knows? I mean, I don't know who else you could put there. That'd be amazing. But people, um, NXT is gonna be amazing. It really is. It's gonna be amazing. Um, as I'm sitting here licking my chops, <sighs> there's no way, people. There's no way. To, to sit here and be like, 
dude, is this really going to happen? Yes, it's, it's really going to happen. No question, no no shadow of a doubt. Um, but yeah, that's my predictions for NXT in your house. Takeover in your house. Um, um, who went up and who went down this week? Uh, who went up this week would have to be... Jesus, uh, so many people. So many people this week. But it had to be Drake Maverick. From getting fired to fighting in the Cruiserweight Tournament to lasting all the way to the finals, losing, but also winning his job back. That's a true champ, people. That shows you what kind of warrior Drake Maverick really is. And who went down this week? Who went down this week would have to be a... Jesus, there's... there's so many people you could you could give it to, right? Um, so many people you could give it to. Um, you look at Mr. Morrison. You could look at even Braun Strowman. Um, you could look at so many people. But I'm going. I'm going to give the who went down this week. I'm going to have to give it to Mr. Morrison. After you destroy Braun Strowman's car, you pull the prank on him. What's he do to you? He flips you. It's part of life, people. You mess with a monster, you get eaten by him. Part of life. Maybe next time you won't be such idiots. And obviously I've been saying the show of the week and I'm going to do pay-per-view of the month. Pay-per-view of the pay-per-view of the month will be um, AEW Double or Nothing. Obviously, they overshadowed um, the Money in the Bank. Uh, uh, various reasons, various reasons. Obviously, the quality of matches. Um, AEW just they stole every they stole the show. And WWE, they weren't they weren't able to capitalize on some things where I thought they could have. And money in the bank, and um, you know, is you know, you learn, you learn, and I believe they'll be able to capitalize on backlash. And I feel like they've been learning; they've been doing a lot better. So uh, we'll see what happens. Um, now, show of the week. Um, you you know, you got Raw, you got SmackDown. Both shows are very good. You got NXT, you got AEW. Ladies and gentlemen, I gotta give it NXT this week. From, you know, the package of uh, Yoshiari to, uh, you know, Adam Cohen, Velveteen Dream, Finn Balor, Dominic Dijakovic, you know, prepping everything for uh, NXT TakeOver in your house. The, the thing I love most about this week was Drake Maverick. Drake Maverick. I think we all felt that. When we lose our job and we just fight, we just scratch and claw and scratch and claw from the bottom and we get back to the top and we stay there and we just we show them we show we prove them wrong that we can do it 10 times better all you got to do is give me some tv time give give me a couple more minutes to show you how hard i can work and i can work ladies and gentlemen that's what Drake Maverick did. That's what NXT did. So NXT won my heart of the, this week. 
And that's why, people, and that's why they won, they won show of the week, people. Yes, that's right. <sighs> well, yo, y'all know what time it is. I'm about to go watch UFC 250. I'm about to go, you know, spend time, time with MJ, with my wife, you know, just had the, the rest of the night. Just, you know, to have time, you know, with my loved ones. Cause it's I love what I I love what I do, um, and I love doing this with you guys. I do, um, you know, more things to be coming out. And, you know, I got a whole bunch of things planned for you guys. Um, play. This is what all I gotta say, y'all. I appreciate this each and every week doing this with you guys. Um. And I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much. No matter what's going on the world in the world, don't you guys forget that at the end of the day, we get, we got each other, people. We got each other. I don't care what's going on in the in the world. I really don't. Ever since, ever since, people, I just I gave my life to God, and you know, I'm doing I'm doing things right. I just, I don't care anymore. I don't care. What is there to care about if I can't enjoy my life? I can't enjoy being with you guys, doing this podcast, and, you know, enjoying being with my family. It does not matter to me. So that's why I just, you know, I do this for the grace of God. And, you know, I'm going to church tomorrow. You know, I already gave my my. My life to God, I already told him, God, I want you to forgive my sins and all this, but tomorrow I'm going to do it the right way. Tomorrow I'm going to, because at when I asked for it Thursday, it wasn't, they didn't open yet, but they're opening tomorrow. So guess who's going to church tomorrow? Me, I got my tie, I got my shirt, my pants. So I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready, people. Believe that. Um... Now I will say, um, it's it's been a blessing to be able to do this. I'm, you know, I'll never stop doing this. I love doing this, yo. Um, I do say though, um, you know, stay in faith. You know, even though the, the things are looking like it's not gonna better, it's not gonna get better. People, trust me, it will get better. It will. Just give it, give it some time, you know. And um, like I said, everyone email, share, like, um, comment. I'll even respond to you guys in the comments to give you guys some courage, some faith, and uh, you know, I love you guys. I really do. Thank you guys for everything you've done for the podcast. And guys, we ain't done yet. So much more coming. So much more coming. Thank you, guys. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, before I go, this is an ad. Don't forget, this is an ad. People, I don't, if you can only listen to this but not listen to a sports podcast or the Mark Cologne, or sorry, the Cologne Family Podcast, what are you doing with your lives? Go right now. You do not want to miss it. The Cologne Family Podcast hasn't uploaded in a while, but we'll be back this week. Oh, we'll be back this week. We'll be talking. 
about some relationship advice, reading the word, talking about some God, some, 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 some things about, you know, God and relationships and all that, and something going on in the world. It's going to be a very, very, very serious podcast. Um, also, people, also, people, what? The NBA is back. You're not going to want to miss one more second of my podcast because it's all NBA now. Hopefully, hockey in a, in a few weeks is same of baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, people, 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 people. It's been it's been real. It's been good. Ladies and gentlemen, like I always tell you, I can't wait to do this next week with you guys. I'll see you guys next week. I'll we'll talk about NXT Takeover in your house, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, and so much more. Ladies and good, ladies and gentlemen, God bless. Uh, may you stay in peace, keep well, and always keep God in your prayers and in, in your hearts and all in your mind. Always stay strong, ladies and gentlemen. This is husband, father, three, two, one. Podcaster, this is the Mark Cologne Wrestling Podcast.